Okay, so the top three items on my bucket list are Go ice skating at the Rockefeller Center Visit Machu Picchu And attend the Olympics What about you? What's yours? Hmm, I'll fly to outer space Find a cure for cancer And win the lottery Wow, isn't that too ambitious? Are you sure you'll be able to achieve those before you die? Well, that's the point. I'm making them difficult so that I won't die. Hello everyone, welcome to Banana Key Podcast. Today we are talking about bucket lists. Hmm. Why is it was a bucket bucket list? <laughs> yes, bucket <laughs> is the Tagalog word which means why. So bucket bucket list. I will get to that right. So most people actually know what it is because it is quite a popular term. But mm. just in case some people don't know, I'm gonna explain right. So a bucket list is an itemized list of goals people want to accomplish before they kick the bucket or die. So I got curious about the etymology of that phrase, right? Because it's not really common. So mm. I found an article on Wall Street Journal which explains that that expression, etymologist conjecture, originated with a now-forgotten meaning of bucket, a beam, probably from the old French word bouquet, which means balance. That <laughs> idiom referred to hanging up animals for slaughter who would then, in their death throes, kick that beam so they will kick the bucket when they die and that is why it's called kicking the bucket and then back in 1999 the screenwriter justin zackham was thinking about that phrase when he began composing a checklist that he called justin's list of things to do before he kicks the bucket which is very long so after he finished the list he thought of a more succinct title for it justin's bucket list After a few years of keeping his bucket list pinned to his bulletin board, Justin realized that it could serve as the basis for a film script and he wrote a screenplay for The Bucket List. Mm -hmm. So this film's release brought the phrase into common parlance and as a testament to how natural and idiomatic it sounds, many people assume the term must have long predated the movie. But it actually didn't. So he invented the term. So have you seen this movie, The Bucket List? Nope, I have not. Right, so let me tell you about it. So The Bucket mm. List is the story of billionaire Edward Cole, who is played mm. by Jack Nicholson, and mm. car mechanic Carter Chambers, who is played by God, no, I mean Morgan Freeman. So <laughs> the two are mm. complete strangers, and you know they're on opposite ends of the financial spectrum, right? But they met each other because they land in the same hospital room. So the men find that they have two things in common, a need to come to terms with who they are and what they have done with their lives, and a desire to complete a list of things they want to see and do before they kick the bucket. And together, they embark on the road trip of a lifetime and heal each other, become unlikely friends, and ultimately find joy in life. So that is what the movie is about. So it's as, as mentioned, it's an old film, I think 2007 or something like that, so... Maybe at that time you were still a student or, you know, you don't have money to go to the movies and whatnot. Yeah, so. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that movie. Now, it's interesting though, because even though the one person was a billionaire, the other was a car mechanic, they actually have the same list, right? They, they went to an 
explain. Uh, no, no. Okay, let me, uh, yeah, let me explain. What happened was, Jack Nicholson's character was actually the owner of the hospital that they were mm. both in. And he had a rule in his hospital that there should always be two persons to a uh, room and no mm-hmm. exception. So when he fell sick himself, his assistant was saying, this is a PR nightmare if you insist on having a room of your own because you kept on defending that stance that you have. But I think it was just their excuse to put two people of completely opposite mm-hmm. financial backgrounds in the same scenario, right? So they were both there. And of course, because they were both sick, both had cancer, then they witnessed mm-hmm. each other's, you know, you're vomiting or whatever when you're in chemo and whatnot, right? And since they don't always have guests then they would have each other for company, right? They were mm. playing cards and all that. And then Morgan Freeman's character, he was the one who actually started writing a bucket list. And then he actually threw it out after he was told that he didn't have long to live. Jack Nicholson's character picked it up and saying, what is this? And then he read through it. And then I think there was just three items. And then he he, he said, oh, your three items are like two too easy? Yeah, it's too easy or it's not really exciting. So he started adding other things to it. And um, that is why they had a joint bucket list. I right? See. So I'll, why don't I read the whole list since, you know, that's what started the whole bucket list trend. So the list was witness something truly majestic. Help a complete stranger. Laugh until I cry. Drive a Shelby Mustang. So I think this is where Morgan Freeman's character ended. And he's like, yeah. oh, this is pretty good. But then he's like, mm, come on, this is too easy or too for, for a billionaire, right? That's easy. Yeah. And then he started adding the rest, which is kiss the most beautiful girl in the world. Ooh. Get a tattoo. <laughs> skydive. Visit Stonehenge. Drive a motorcycle on the Great Wall of China. Go on a safari. Visit the Taj Mahal sit on the great Egyptian pyramids and find the joy in your life. So definitely all those things he added is something that a car mechanic would never have been able to achieve on his own, right? But since he's a billionaire, he's like, don't worry, I'm going to finance everything. So yeah, they they set out to do everything on the list. So have you done anything on that list that I just mentioned? No, the first three were very subjective, right? It was... Yes, exactly. So I think... Those are fine. But the other ones, I think I need Jack Nicholson to afford. <laughs> doing yes, all for sure. <laughs> the last ones, for sure. Like, they all mm. involve travel to very far places, right? And mm. even, for example, China is near here. But yeah, but it wasn't just simply visiting, right? It was riding a motorcycle. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's what I was saying. Can you so, even do that? Mm. <laughs> Uh, you, you probably need Jack Nicholson's influence. Second is you need to have an international motorcycle license. Thirdly, you need to procure a motorcycle. So there's a lot of logistics involved and money. Exactly. It's just yeah. not that dispensable <laughs> for me to even consider doing that in the list. Yeah. yeah. Even if, let's say, we do touch wood, find out like, oh, I'm sorry, you're going to die within a year. I still wouldn't be able to do a lot of these things again because of money. Sorry, I don't have mm. enough money, right? But I guess the ones that I have done is like, you know, laugh until I cry. I'm sure you've done that, right? We, yeah, we do I've that a lot. Yeah. yeah. And maybe as you mentioned, the witness something majestic. It's probably the... the both of us have experienced it while we were traveling, right? Maybe to Jack Nicholson, it's not majestic. But to mm. us, right, who grew up in the Philippines, 
For example, you saw the... Northern Lights? Yeah, that was majestic. Yeah, yeah, that was majestic, right? For me, I think even just seeing, for example, Switzerland or New Zealand or Scotland, mm. those to me were majestic. So maybe it's not to some people. Like for Morgan Freeman's character, for him, the pyramids were not majestic enough. Apparently, you need to climb on top of this mountain. So yeah, it really depends on the person, right? So. Yeah. And it gets harder, I would say, like the the bar gets higher and higher because we have the internet. Like say, Mm-mm-mm. you want to see the pyramids, just go YouTube and type pyramids and you will see it. I don't know, there there needs to be something more for you to be satisfied. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the, the saying that innocence or ignorance is bliss mm. because something small would make you immediately happy already before. Exactly. But now yeah. because you have all this access to Instagram and YouTube and all that, then you're like, oh, it's not really special. Mm. But it it is, right? (laughs) We should learn Mm. how to enjoy that. Now, aside from the movie, obviously a lot of people made their own bucket list, right? And there's actually Mm -hmm. a website called bucketlist.net, which kind of conducts a survey and what is in people's bucket list. And these are the top 10. Number one is you've pointed out, see the Northern Lights. The Aurora. That's number one. At least. Mm, which you've done. Amazing. Which I've done mm-hmm. already, yes. And it's quite beautiful, right? Uh, at first, I didn't. it was majestic because I didn't know what it was. Like, what is it? Why does it happen? And apparently, <laughs> it's just interaction between solar winds, like the rays from the sun, and the magnetic power of the Earth, and hence the light. So on our first night in Tromso in, in Norway... We had to bring a special camera, like a DSLR, just so you can capture the northern lights. In your naked eye, you wouldn't see anything. I so see. Okay. It was kind of strange, and I feel bad because there was a couple who didn't bring like a DSLR camera, so they couldn't see anything. So oh, they no. Like, they traveled by <laughs> bus for like hours and hours, and then we reached the destination, and then this is it? <laughs> like, where, where's the uh, Aurora? Uh, did they actually, you know, like go to another person and can I see through your camera or something? No, not at all. I think they did, but you know, okay. it, it's the purpose, right? I mean, like, um, yeah. <laughs> taking the photo in itself is also part of the experience, and they totally bum out on that one. So they just kind of seat warmers in the bus. <laughs> but then the following evening, the next day, we didn't go for a tour. We just walked around the hotel that we were staying in and there was there. The aurora was so strong. Wow. So it actually depends on the day. Maybe solar wind is strong that day or maybe something else is happening. That's why even without the camera, you can see the northern lights appear. Mm, so, okay, that was lucky. Yeah, it was lucky for us. And the receptionist in the hotel told us that, you know, you were very lucky in a year it's rare for us to actually see an aurora that vivid, that clear, and that strong. Wow. Other tourists, they would travel to Tromso and maybe a three-day or four-day trip. In that span, they wouldn't be able to experience that kind of northern light. So we were indeed lucky. So Yeah, yeah hashtag the, blessed. <laughs> hashtag blessed. And if you plan to go there, better bring a DSLR camera. Yes. Or borrow. <laughs> Otherwise, kind of defeats the purpose. Second one is skydive. Have you done skydiving? 
No, but yes, that was also on their list, right? And yeah, it actually it was, on, was also on my list, but I have not done it yet. And I don't even know if I still want to do it because it's kind of scary. I realize now and I, I have fear of heights. <laughs> I actually saw a picture of not my friend, but a friend of my colleague who went on a skydiving trip. They took a photo, like a selfie, right? But the photo was so like, you can clearly see that she was scared. Like, oh yeah, it is scary. I'm sure. And I was looking at it. It's like, eh, did she really have fun? Because <laughs> it doesn't show. <laughs> yeah, I think it's. I think it's fun for people who like that. But if you are scared of heights, like me, right? I, my friends and I, we went to yeah Switzerland. I think there was mm. an option to go skydiving there. Okay. And then my friend and I, we were thinking, okay, let's do it. And then all the while, we're, we were in a bus driving there, right? I was, like, so scared of the thought, only of the thought mm. of doing it. That in the end, I'm like, I don't think I can do it. Like, I think I might have a heart attack or whatever <laughs> while doing it. So, uh, in the end, yes, we didn't do it. I see. Well, I'm really curious, but at the same time, Maybe not. Maybe I'll skip it. Yeah. Because the image that I see is the picture of that friend of mine. Yeah. No, I think the scary part about it is because you have to jump the first time and that's very fast. I heard it's like the first few seconds is really fast. And sometimes Mm -hmm. some people get vertigo or they get migraine. And I have migraine. So it's not like parasailing where you're just gliding. So it's very Mm -hmm. gentle. So it's yeah. not as scary because it's mm. you're just floating, right? But the skydive is like you will really jump the first few seconds and then you have to pull. The, what if you forget to pull or whatever? Ah, <laughs> you're just true. flat. From the ones I saw, you will be bound to a professional. Like you won't do it alone. And that in itself looks really uncomfortable. Like yeah. you are <laughs> tied with someone so close. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah no, I, I don't see it happening for me yeah I think it really depends on the people the people have done it they seem to have really enjoyed it, except for your friend but me I don't think I will <laughs> I okay. might die before I you know finish it so it's not really gonna accomplish my bucket list you will kick the bucket trying to fulfill <laughs> your bucket list yes <laughs> the irony okay the what's irony number three switch. number three mm-hmm. get a tattoo Ah, uh, yeah, which was also on their list. Do you have? No, I don't. I don't think I want to get a tattoo because I know that I have such a changeable mind. So, mm. you know, something I loved, let's say 10 years ago, I don't love anymore. So whatever oh, it is that I want to put, you know, <laughs> I'm going to regret it. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God, why did I put Benedict Cumberbatch's face on <laughs> my entire <laughs> arm? Oh, that's a smart idea. <laughs> Because I know of people who would have the photo of their girlfriend or boyfriend. What if you them. break up? And what if you break up? Yeah. What, mm. what happens then? <laughs> I don't know. You're right. But you can also consider putting something that probably will not change and somewhere that's not so conspicuous, maybe. True. Yeah, I think especially for people like us who work in the finance industry, not everyone allows that, right? Depends also on your tattoo, I suppose. In Japan, if you have a tattoo, then you can enjoy the public bath because they won't oh really it's not allowed oh my gosh so apparently in Ah. the olden days having a tattoo is a sign or a symbol that you are part of the yakuza ah right okay got it but it's kind of old rule right because what if your tattoo is mickey mouse like it's i don't think yakuza (laughs) would 
have a Mickey Mouse <laughs> yes. tattoo, right? Yeah. And I think if you want to donate blood, I don't think you're allowed to if you have a tattoo, right? I, I don't know if, if that's the same for all countries. But definitely in Singapore, when when you donated blood, remember, that was one oh, of yeah, the I rules. Yeah, I think it's part of the checklist. But if given the chance, like your problem was it being permanent, right? What if a tattoo is now temporary? What type of tattoo would you want? Like, you mean I'm going to die next year anyway, so I might as well get a tattoo? Is, is that what you're saying? <laughs> No, I'm saying maybe it's a temporary tattoo, but yeah, that one is fine as well. Yeah, because I think the henna tattoo, I have gotten one, like usually in Barakai, you could get one, mm. right? I think I got like a rose oh. on my shoulder, that sort of thing. Yeah, nice. something cute and feminine. Definitely not like uh, somebody's whole face <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What would you tattoo? I would maybe an electric one. What? Why? So that it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> what the? <laughs> why, why okay. Because cool? <laughs> cool. actually, I can imagine you having that tattoo just so that people will ask you that mm. question. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. Number four. I think you've done this. Go on a cruise. Oh, yeah. Gemma and mm. I did that 2018 or something. Yeah. Way before all this happened. But Gemma went back on a cruise again with our other friends in Singapore oh, last year, I think. Yeah. I because been, it's a like, cruise to nowhere. A cruise to nowhere. I mean, it makes sense, right? Because in a cruise, <laughs> you are generally 98% of the time inside the cruise ship, right? But what they mean is because most cruises, you actually do go somewhere to another mm. country. I mean, like mm. the one I went on, we went to Malaysia. So Singapore mm. to Malaysia and back. So because of the restrictions of COVID, cruise to nowhere is usually you just drive around Singapore somewhere, you know. Oh. So you don't really go to another country. That is why it's called nowhere. But it's not really nowhere. You're just there. But maybe it just sounds nicer. I have no idea. But that's what <laughs> it's called. Cruise to nowhere. <laughs> yeah, but cruises are actually surprisingly fun. I think it's because it depends on the age again. When we went, we were in our 30s already and... Mm. You know, you don't really want to do so many things well. So it's the, mm. the most relaxing vacation I have ever been in. Because the thing is, you have, I think it was three days, two nights, something like that. Mm-hmm. Everything is there paid for unless you want to top up, you know, with the fancier restaurants and whatnot. But there's a lot of activities that you can enjoy while there. For example, movies. We were able to watch Coco, you know, that Pixar film. Oh. Yeah, Under the Stars. So it was on the deck so it was romantic. Mm. You don't really get to do that. But there was also shows. There was an ice skating show. And then mm. later on, when we posted our photo with one of the ice skaters, it turns out he's like a famous ice skater. Of course, mm. we don't know. We don't, we're not really into ice skaters. But it was a really fun show. And also there was like singers and dancers and magicians <laughs> and all that. And you just get to eat. A lot all the time and you go in a jacuzzi. There's even an area that there's no children allowed. So you can just relax there. So it is fun. I would say it's very relaxing. You can do anything. And if, for example, you get the booze package, which we didn't because we just really did not pay for anything else. Just whatever it is that is required, nothing else. (laughs) Put. You didn't <laughs> then, want to top up anything. The other people would get the booze package. That means you can just drink all the time. And then the good thing is, if you get drunk, you're not going to you know, worry about how am I going to get home. Because your yeah. home is just upstairs, right? 
<laughs> I see no need to pay for taxi cabs and all that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. And cruise, now that you're mentioning the type of activities you have inside a cruise, I imagine Titanic. Titanic was also kind of a big ship that has entertainment inside, right? So casino and all. Mm. Is there also an event or an activity where you can have your picture or your body painted wearing this? <laughs> Wearing only this. I don't think I remember any of that. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't remember seeing anyone who looked like Leonardo DiCaprio on the ship. So disappointing. <laughs> I see. Okay. So let's go on a cruise. Number five is swim with dolphins. Oh, that's on my list, but I haven't done it. Yeah. But I think you can in Singapore. Really? Yeah, but I think they're just in the pool. So now that I oh. think about it, I don't know if that is humane. I don't know if they're treating the dolphin right because mm. dolphins should be out in the ocean, right? They're very mm. intelligent creatures who are apparently easily bored like humans. So, mm. yeah, so maybe not. Maybe that in shouldn't Cebu, be. There's an event in Oslo, southern part of Cebu, but it's not dolphin. You can swim with whale sharks. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that one is mm. fine because that's their natural habitat, right? Mm. At first, I thought, whale shark isn't that dangerous because whale is dangerous. Shark <laughs> is even more dangerous. But if you combine the two, apparently it's not dangerous because they are feeding mostly on planktons, on mm. seagrass, and also small fish. So they're actually safe for humans, which is weird, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that is very popular. A lot of foreigners even go there just to do that. Yeah, but I haven't done that. And then number six is get married. Well, well, you've done that. <laughs> I've, I've done that, but why would it be a bucket list? Like other people actually want, like they, they've decided already to stay single. So I don't know, or maybe for some people. No, but I think they're saying a majority of people have that on their list before they die, right? So still mm. in the world, that is what most people want to do, isn't it? So that is probably mm. why it's there. Now, in the Philippines, you can only do this once. And we've covered this in at length in our previous episode. But in the U.S. <laughs> or in other territories, you can do it actually more than once in your life. Yeah. <laughs> with divorce and remarriages possible. All right? Mm-hmm. Next is scuba diving, which is similar to swimming with dolphins, I would say. Right? Yeah. Uh, no, I guess it's a bit different. Because scuba diving, you really need to go underwater and most people who have gone scuba diving is saying it's really beautiful and all that I am terrified of water for some reason I don't know why mm-hmm. I tried scuba diving in Batangas okay my friends brought me diving they're actually certified and they mm-hmm. really love scuba diving right so I tried the open water dive and while I was just being taught how to do it not by them but by a professional in the shallow water I had an anxiety attack so I mm-hmm. couldn't feel my leg like suddenly it became numb mm. and like i felt like i couldn't breathe i, I just panicked mm. luckily it was shallow it was like waist deep water so i could just mm. go up now, I can see. you imagine if that happened and i would have died like so i don't yeah. think that's on my bucket list i cannot do it <laughs> i'm too scared <laughs> this one probably is in a different list right that is a mm. list that would make you kick the bucket yeah <laughs> similar to skydiving <laughs> Exactly. Uh, Bucket list and kick the bucket list. Uh. Yeah, you'll tell people, oh, this is my kick the bucket list. Oh, yeah, yeah, I also have that. No, no, you don't get it. This is different. (laughs) 
<laughs> Next one is run a marathon. I haven't done this. Just the fun ones, right? Yeah, the fun ones. Maybe 10K. Remember we ran, we ran the, what is that ah. called? The fun runner. Uh, color color run. run. Yes, yes. That was fun. Um, what is it called? Happiest 5K? I can't remember. Something about happy. Yeah, that was mm. really fun though, right? We were... It was really fun, yeah. So people who don't know, right? The color run is a 5K run. And then what you do is you get doused with paint. It's not really paint. It's like powder. Color powder. Yeah, okay. it's food grade colored powder, yes. And then they will throw it at you while you're running. So by the time you reach the very end... You're very colorful, right? Mm. It's like a unicorn threw up on you or something. And mm. then I remember you didn't bring a change of clothes for some yes. reason. You didn't as well, no? No, I did. And then you said, no, you, you should um, join me <laughs> and not change clothes. so that. And then we went home in the MRT, remember? <laughs> we, were very, we were very colorful and like, okay, why, why? <laughs> I can't believe I tricked you in following <laughs> Well, the problem is, if I'm the only one with a lot of weird colors, then people would look at me, right? But if mm -hmm. there's at least two of us, then I think it's fine. Oh, they must, you know, have gone to an event. That's why they're like that. So it's fine. <laughs> so I don't want to be the one who <laughs> sticks out. I need a group. So I, can't I like see. Talk, talk you out no, it's fine, though. It's one of, Now it's a funny event, right, that we can um, talk about. Like, you know, if somebody said, what's the weirdest thing that you've ever done that could be like one of the 10 things you have done I, mm. I'm sure there's more I've done more but yeah that's one of those <laughs> I, I remember you were wearing a kind of tutu like a, a tutu yeah yeah a tutu, mm, right? yeah because they were selling tutus so they were encouraging people well girls mm. <laughs> probably you wouldn't wear a tutu they were encouraging <laughs> girls to do that because it's a white tutu and then at the end it will be colorful already right mm. so that is why it was like but remember after that we had trouble removing the paint from our face like the red oh, one yes. wouldn't <laughs> get removed for some reason it's like what I look like I have measles or something <laughs> and I remember I, I wore white shoes as well and the color just wouldn't oh, no. get off yeah really? I remember yeah. oh no yeah, my shoes, I think, were black, so I just washed them and they seemed fine afterwards. But it was still fun, I suppose, yeah, in the still end. Fun. Yeah. Uh, next one is buy a house. Wow. We definitely need Jack Nicholson for this one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, housing in Japan and Hong Kong is expensive, right? Mm -hmm. like, it's not really possible for me to buy a house here. <laughs> Mm. Unless you buy a Bahay Kubo in the province, in the Philippines, maybe. But if you compare urban residences in Tokyo, it's still quite competitive, or I would say cheaper, if you compare that with, say, New York, LA, London. Oh, okay. But the problem here is, it's always a question of whether you really want to settle down in that location, right? Because that kind of oh, yeah. ties you up. Your choices will no longer be as varied as if you're just renting because then you'll have to think about reselling that property. And reselling, okay, would take time. You would have to spend a broker, especially in a country where you don't speak and read and write oh, yeah. local language. It, it really is troublesome. <laughs> and it, it is a large amount of money. It would take maybe a mortgage, maybe 30 to 35 years at least. Oh, and God, Some mortgages, yeah. you know... Uh, go longer than that so can you imagine we are already in our 30s and if you take on a 35 
your mortgage. You'll be paying it until you retire. <laughs> it makes sense because you, you'll be living in that house. You'll be using it every day. But the problem is if you're not convinced that you'll be settling, then... Yeah, like Japan, is, you haven't yeah. really decided that that's where you'll be in forever, mm. right? So, yeah, I don't think it makes sense to buy property. Yeah, for me mm. as well. So, I think it's okay, guys. We still have, yeah. like, as you said, 30-something years to buy property. Who knows? You might win the lottery. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but right. according to our episode previously, it's not really a good idea. So, maybe not. Okay, never mind. No. The last one is visit the Grand Canyon. Oh. It's so specific though. Yeah, I think a lot of people are saying that the Grand Canyon is very beautiful. I mean, honestly, I don't know if something's wrong with me, but it doesn't really appeal to me personally. But mm. maybe it's different if you actually see it in person because it's, it tends to be like that, right? Some places, it looks mm. better yeah, up close and personal. Yeah. Maybe because of the size of it. Maybe, you know, it's a natural rock formation. Maybe it is gorgeous or maybe it is, yeah. It, there's only one way to find out, D. You you have to go <laughs> and see it what? for yourself. <laughs> <Not even. laughs> okay, so those are the top 10 items of um, other people, right? Uh, most people, I mean. Did you ever have a bucket list? I think you said you didn't. No. I didn't really have a bucket list, nor did I felt that I need to make one. Ah, okay, okay. But you just do things though, which is fine, right? Like the, the top 10 items, some of them you had already done yourself even though it wasn't even in your list, right? So that's yeah. completely fine. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes like when, when you're at work and you just feel that, okay, I need a break, then mm. kind of you would consider, okay, well, what's good in this time of the year, September, mm. what's good? And you search and then chances are you probably stumble across, you know, the same list that people would have wanted for their <laughs> lives. And then, oh, maybe that's interesting for me. Then why don't I follow? I see. Okay, yeah, that's that's also fine. For me, I did make a bucket list. Mm. I documented it on my blog. So this was in 2007. So I made a bucket list of 40 items. I don't think I started with this 40 originally. It probably changes over the years. But anyway, I actually managed to cross off 31 items, which is not wow. bad, right? Yeah. You're almost there. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> let's go through the list and see why it was easy to cross off, right? So anyway, mm. in 2007, I was in my 20s and living in Makati, Philippines. So mm. this list probably kind of gives an uh, idea of what a Filipino of that age, so in, in their 20s with a low income level, right? What would they like mm. to achieve? Because we, mm. as we know, Filipinos are not like Americans who are privileged. We haven't really mm. traveled usually. People like mm. us, we didn't travel until we started working and all that, right? So my list, some of them, the ones I crossed off, right? Attend a masquerade ball in costume, <laughs> okay? So oh. this one, I actually arranged this because I was part of the social committee. So I suggested the theme because I knew that it was on <laughs> my bucket list. Because <laughs> you want to cross off that on your list. <laughs> what was your costume? I rented a ball gown, actually. Wow. And, you know, so it was really fun. And, you know, because you need to work for your dreams, you know. So anyway, the rest are not as complicated. So there's like bake a cake, which is easy. But, you know, at that age, I hadn't even baked a cake because we mm. didn't have oven. Not everyone in the Philippines has oven, right? It's expensive. So we didn't have one. So I have a follow-up question. What kind of cake did you bake? Cupcake? No, a chocolate cake, I think. A chocolate chocolate cake? fudge cake. Yeah. Why? Ooh. What were you thinking? 
No, I was thinking of... Is, is Shopao a cake? Shopao is not a cake. No, it's not. <laughs> it's a <laughs> bun or... <laughs> Wait, so did you, did you have to purchase an oven? Because it takes equipment, right? No. To bake a cake. Now, my friend in Singapore, um, the flat they rented had an oven. Uh-huh, so we okay. used that, yeah. But gotcha. the cake we made looked horrible, actually, because we were all first-timers. <laughs> but now they're really good bakers. So, yeah, that was not really a judge of who they would become in the future. Me, I'm still not a good baker. Anyway, so be a bridesmaid, buy my own mm. laptop, mm. get a perm, Dye my hair a noticeably different color. <laughs> and what color do you dye your hair? I dyed it bright red for some reason. What? <laughs> I just got... <laughs> when was that? Maybe before we met? Yeah, before we met. I was in the Philippines, okay. but actually we did, I, it wasn't the whole head. There was just like a strip that was uh, bright red. I didn't like expect it to be bright red. I thought it was just like, you know, the redhead. But it wasn't. It was like super bright red and everyone was staring at me and I dyed it back to black in a week or because I couldn't stand everyone staring at me. Anyway, um, eat in the most expensive restaurant in my hometown. Mm-hmm. And which was? Haisan. So it's a Japanese restaurant. I think it was expensive because it was that place where they had live seafood in aquarium tanks. And then you had to I'm select. always suspicious of that. Like, <laughs> Why? So there's also a restaurant like that in Cebu, right? We're in. Uh-huh. You would choose the fish. So fish are still alive swimming by the aquarium. And then you would choose, oh, I want that fish. This one, this one, sir, this one? Yes, 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 that one. I want that. And then they would take the fish to the kitchen. But then you wouldn't see the entire thing being <laughs> cut off. So <laughs> what's stopping them from getting a fish from the freezer... And then throwing the fish you chose back to the aquarium. <laughs> what is their purpose for doing that? <laughs> <laughs> Just to make you believe that it's fresh. It's the illusion. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm just skeptical. I'm, you know, you are me, very skeptical, yes. That, you know, <laughs> yes. okay, you, you, you made me do that <gasps> part of the process. But then you're not showing me that it was the actual fish. Like maybe there's a mole or there's a... I don't know. Uh, <laughs> a mole. So funny. Okay, yeah, you are too skeptical. I don't think anyone would have thought that, but who knows? Maybe they will. Who knows? Yeah. Okay, so here it's go to Santa Cruz Island and bottle some pink sand. So this is actually an island in my hometown again, um, but it's wow. not really like very pink. I would say it has like red bits in it so from afar it looks pink but it's kind of like uh, corals or something yeah so something so but some nice. white has kind of like a pinkish shade right that's yeah so it's white mm. with with red dots in it mm. yeah. so that's why it looks pink yeah yeah we have helped build houses for gawad galinga wow suddenly wow. i'm like okay this is the only charitable thing <laughs> everything else is not um learn to play guitar learn to swim live in another country parasail Play frisbee. Oh, so you did parasail? Yeah, I did. Uh, okay. That's why I, I described the feeling, right? It's fine oh. because it's like floating. So I did it twice. Mm-hmm. First in Thailand and the second one was in Boracay. Thailand was very relaxing. I was surprised that it was not scary at all. Because mm-hmm. As I told you, it's like you're just floating. And I was by myself. But when I was in Boracay, it was a two-person. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so I was floating next to my friend and she was very paranoid 
So I became paranoid as well because she kept on like, oh my God, that, do you think that clip will fall? It will not be able to hold us, blah, blah, blah. Like she was so scared the entire time. And, you know, and she was saying, oh, the reason why I I did this without my fiance is that because if something happened to me, he, he could still go on and continue our family. I said, what family? You're what? not even, you don't even have kids yet. Like, um, uh, yeah, so... On? Yeah, I think it's relaxing if, if you're by yourself. But yeah, that's my tip. If you're going to do it, don't do it with somebody else. <laughs> it wasn't relaxing at all that second time. Yeah. Uh, ride in a limousine, ride a horse, ride a yacht. I don't know. I wanted to ride a lot of things. <laughs> so, But you crossed it off, right? So you did ride a limousine. Yes. In Australia, my friend got married and she rented a limousine so for wow. for her and the uh, entourage so it was really nice yeah the, and it, australia so cool <laughs> we had electric fun that too stand and then <laughs> throw some bills in the air no i don't think we, <laughs> I don't think we did that. <laughs> i'm not sure if that's allowed and i also don't remember if it actually had um you know the, the roof no? could be opened yeah, yeah i'm not entirely i'm not sure if that was yeah, I don't think so. Maybe not. But yeah, at least I managed to ride awesome. a limousine, right? Yeah. And then see a real white tiger. Now, this one, I just realized something, right? While reading mm. through this is the white tiger used to be my favorite animal. I completely forgot about that. Mm. And then realized that must be the reason why I have a white tiger at home now. I mean, mm. he's not a real white tiger, but a miniature I see. white tiger. Because my cat, Froyo, is white. And well, he's not striped, mm. but he can act like a tiger sometimes. Like Especially at midnight, he will start like running around like a crazy cat. So your so. subconscious <laughs> was trying to select the animal, your spirit animal. Mm-hmm. Yep. The white tiger. Okay, and then... We have step outside of the Philippines, step outside of Asia. Mm. Yeah, because again, Filipinos, we didn't really get to do that while we were still under mm. our parents' care, right? Yeah. Especially before, maybe now, but before, plane fares were crazy expensive yeah. in the past, right? It costs a kidney. Yes. Unless it's paid for by the company, then yeah, you wouldn't be able to. Yeah, you're right. I think the first otherwise. time I ever traveled abroad was a business trip. Mm. Yeah, and then the first time that I did it, you know, on my own dime was in 2008. So, it was like really, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, people really take it for granted. I realize we take it for granted because, yeah, it took uh, took me so long to do it. Okay, so, what else? Oh, the other things is like taste caviar, taste lobster, you know, those mm-hmm. things. Just food and then touch real snow. Yeah, so those are the items on my list that I managed I've- to cross off. I realized that there's another item that you have in your list that can be added in the kick in the bucket list, which is mm. ride a limousine. Because <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> in the Philippines, right? The coffin is usually. <laughs> oh my god! Limousine, right? <laughs> so you can only ride Four it lungs. if you're already dead. Yes, oh yes, my god! Yes. <laughs> And that's why you need to do it before. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so now that we've gone through all that, maybe we should go to you since you've never had a bucket list. Mm. What do you think? You know, maybe you could think of maybe at least three items or more if you want Mm. that 
you could add to your bucket list now. You know, recently there's been news that you know commercialization of space flight. Then maybe I could, maybe mm. one day we could go to space, right? Yeah, it's kind of strange, isn't it? That before, maybe in the fifties, sixties, going to space is kind of like a national pride. But mm. now it's like a billionaire's <laughs> trip. Like, oh, okay, $200,000? Okay, fine. I'll spend it. I'll go to space, which is bizarre. But y- you know what? Uh, kidding aside, I really want to go to the wonders of the world. You know, there's two lists, right? The traditional, the old seven wonders of the world. And there's the modern take on the wonders of the world. So okay. I would want to visit those lists. You want to do both? or Yeah, I mean... If both is possible. The reason is you've always seen them in photos. You've read about them, the the historical significance. But it's really different if you go to that place. You research more. You would talk to people. You would actually see. You would put yourself in the situation. You know, wherever it is. Maybe pyramids. You want to sleep together with a pharaoh that once died. Maybe 500 BC. (laughs) Whatever it is, right? It kind of gives you that different feeling. That yes, you've actually stepped on that place. You know what it is. Yeah, yeah. Especially for us, like we didn't even imagine that we would be able to do something like that. Like something I mm. could think of, right? Like the time I went to Harry Potter Studios in mm. London. So yeah. I went there with my friend Zenny, and the two of us, we used to be Harry Potter addicts. They call it Potterheads. <laughs> anyway, mm. so we we read the Harry Potter books together when we were working in Makati. And then, you know, we didn't really imagine that we would ever be able to do that. You know what I mean? Because mm. what are the odds that two Filipinos would be able to travel to London, right? Mm. And be able to see the set, you know? And then mm. you walk there and then, oh my God, this is the set in the movie. I'm actually walking down Diagon Alley, that sort of thing. It was really, yeah, you're right. It feels really surreal. I mean, sure, mm. you've seen it on TV, but it, it has a different feeling when you see something that you've only seen on a small screen or the big screen and then you see it for real right like anything Mm. really like even a lot of people who travel to us for example americans find it amusing that for example an australian who moves to america right that they will comment on the what they think are just mundane everyday things but like oh my god there's really a school bus oh my god you know what i mean because We don't have those in the Philippines or Australia or something. So it's like amazing for you while they take it for granted because they see it every day, right? That's right. So yeah. I like that. And did you have to pass through like, what's that? Nine and three quarters platform? (laughs) Yeah, we we did pass it, but we didn't need to, you know, it's not like a wall that you actually need to (laughs) run through or anything. No. Talking about the wonders of the world reminded me, you know, back in school, elementary school, we we have this current events digest, wherein Mm -hmm. aside from keeping you updated of what's happening, it also kind of gives you an historical lessons. And I have to memorize all these dates, uh, all these names, rote work, right? And you have to memorize. Then now that we don't have to memorize, we want to memorize. We want to. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <We> just... <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Um, I was never interested in history as a kid. Mm. I, in fact, that was one of the subjects that I got the lowest grades in, like Sibikat, mm. Kultura. Like, who the hell cares when Magellan discovered the Philippines and all that? Like, mm. I still am not interested in dates and whatnot until now, but I think I can actually sit down and read about it 
for fun mm. rather than you know yeah. like in the past like uh, why do I care who ma- who killed Magellan or whatever you know mm. like all these things you don't really care but now it's because it's part of you know obviously your culture then you would like mm. to read about it at least sure but we didn't no, used to especially <laughs> like if to you're going to a location that has significance right say for example mm. it, it's boring because we we know where Magellan's cross is but what if you're a foreigner and you would want to go to Magellan's Cross, then you would research, oh, okay, what happened in 1521? Mm-mm. What was Magellan's, you know, thinking or things like that. It's now interesting because you're going there. You, you're taking an effort to actually go to that place. Okay, so actually you still haven't given the list again. Sorry, that was just one. So was there anything else? Mm, I can't really think of other things. Visiting the seven <laughs> wonders of the world, that's actually a long list. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's, that's already seven. Okay, it's, mm. that's fair. Yeah, I mm. guess for me, um, yeah, I mean travel also. I want to set foot in at least maybe five continents. I don't think I will ever go to Antarctica. What is there to see there? I don't. I will probably just Snow. freeze to death. Ice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so no, not not Antarctica, but yeah, the other continents probably. COVID allowing. Hmm. Let me see, was there anything on my bucket list that I did not do that I still want yeah, to do? The nine the nine items that you haven't crossed off. Okay, I said drive a car, so I haven't ever mm-hmm. driven a car. Ice skate. I mm-hmm. think it will be terrible at this, though. I have really horrible balance. I tried roller skating before, rollerblading, and then I, I couldn't even do it properly, so I'm not sure. Well, you can do it inside a mall, right? Like in Mall of Asia. Oh, yeah. Let's they see. They have an ice skating rink. Yeah. Ride a hot air balloon. And ride a helicopter. I see. I really wanted to ride a lot of things for some reason. <laughs> um, skydive. As I said, I'm not gonna do this anymore. Uh, swim with dolphins. I'm not sure. I still want to do this. Travel to 20 different countries. I actually, I think I'm on 18 or 17 something. And then wow. you know, obviously, COVID happened. Blah blah blah. Watch a live musical in Broadway. Mm. Yeah, I think I still want to do this. Yes. And then write a book. So this one mm. probably is. The hardest because it's very difficult to write an entire book, I think. That's a problem. Mm. I've always had a lot of like starts. Mm. You know, I have all these grand ideas and then I sit down to write chapter one and that's it. And just, <laughs> no, it doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> but the good thing about technology now is it's actually a lot easier to self-publish your book because you don't have to print it. I mean, you can print it and you can print it on your own money, but... Why not just release an ebook? It's like cheaper. That's my plan as well. I probably mm. am not going to find a publisher or whatever. I don't really care. I just want to get it over with. You know what I mean? Mm. Just to be able to say, yes, I did it. I published a book. But the problem is I could not even finish writing the damn book. So mm. <laughs> um, yeah, that's my struggle. What kind of book were you thinking? Is it like a, because you've traveled in a lot of countries, is it like a travel book? Is it, what, what type of what genre is it? No, initially, I really just wanted it to be fiction. So maybe a ah, love okay. story or something. Mm. Yeah, but because I don't think my is my life that interesting that people would want to, oh, it's the autobiography. Like, who am <laughs> I for people to be interested in me? You know what I mean? So I think it, I would probably want to write, I don't know, maybe... Uh, Oh, remember that blog that we created, Monday Blog Singapore? Maybe that oh, yeah. I could actually turn that into a book or something you instead. Can. Maybe, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll see. Maria <laughs> Bianca Subramaniam. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, 
very odd um, surname for a Filipino. Yeah. yeah, maybe I can do that or whatever. Continue the many, many plans that I have. Or maybe I can put together all my short stories into a book. I, I don't know. But yeah, that's on my bucket list. Let's see, in 10 years or something. Let's not wait for me to actually be 80 years old or something. Right? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. If you keep pushing it down the road, it will never happen. Like, Just do it. Nike. Okay, 10 years. Um, ten listeners, years. you've heard it here. Check back on me 10 years. <laughs> uh, it's called a moonshot, I think, right? Because mm. apparently... Um, uh, who is he? The president who got the people on the moon? Is it JFK? I don't know. Nixon? No. I don't know. Never mind. Sorry, we're terrible. We mentioned earlier that we're terrible with history. So that mm. president, whoever he was, he said that let's get Americans on the moon in ten years, and that's why it's called mm. a moonshot. If you want to do something that seems impossible within ten years, so that is my moonshot. All right. Mm. I searched American president moon, and Jen F. Kennedy is the one who. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so at least I was right, apparently. <laughs> mm, <laughs> so JFK. it was JFK. So why don't we close this episode by reminding our listeners that you don't have to follow the pressure of people, you know, having all this bucket list. And mm-hmm. so you have to follow as well. Because chances are what they like probably is not things that you would enjoy. Like skydiving, for example. Like, yeah, we just mentioned really that two of us don't yourself, like it. <laughs> <laughs> really, is that something that you really want, or are you just pressured by by your peers? You know, posting on social media that oh, this is a really fun event, we should go. Or for, for me, perhaps take a step back. Number one, can you afford it? That's the number one <laughs> criteria, right? Yeah, it's expensive. I think that was one of the reasons why I did not push through aside from being scared. I think it was 800 mm. euros that time. That was many years ago. <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> so expensive. Gone right? gone in minutes, right? I mean... Yeah. <laughs> it's like... It's not even an hour. Probably not. In 800 euros. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah, that is expensive. So if you can afford it, if you're spending loose change, you know, not your savings, not your uh, 401k money... then yeah go do it and secondly if it's something that you really want like which band was that so tell me what you want what you really which band is that Britney uh, Spice Spice Girls Girls. as Spice Girls ask you is that something that you really want what you really really want then maybe consider then I think those two criteria if you tick those boxes then perhaps you can add that in your list but if not then maybe just ignore that list or you know be happy for people, but not necessarily feel pressured about it. Yeah, exactly. Because it can only contribute to midlife crisis and all other things again, mm. right? Mental health issues, right? You're yeah. comparing yourselves to other people again. So yeah, don't do it. But I think there are two things that I think everyone should have on their bucket list. And these are answers to the two questions posed on the movie, The Bucket List. So mm. according to... Carter, or this was uh, Morgan Freeman's character, he said before you could get into Egyptian heaven, because they were having this conversation while they were in the pyramids. Mm -hmm. So he said, you would be asked two questions at heaven's gate. Mm -hmm. First one, have you found joy in your life? Mm -hmm. And the second one, has your life brought joy to others? I like that. Yeah, so I think it's good, right, to 
just keep in mind those two items, it's safe to say that you can actually add those to your bucket list. Obviously, specify what it is. Of course, you have to do some introspection. What actually is joy in your life, right? What gives you joy? As you said, it depends on people. Maybe to other people, skydiving gives them joy, but to us, it terrifies us. So maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And the other one is, I think this one is the good one, right? Have you brought joy to others? So we should also not just think of ourselves. We should probably think like, remember my original bucket list had at least one of those. We just build houses for Gawad Galinga. So maybe we should find something like that, you know, for our future bucket list. How can we help others? I think you have been helping. And actually, I was going to say that this is probably a good episode that we could do. In the future, you and mm. your wife have been helping with a cleanup, right? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. In Japan, we've volunteered in some river cleanup in Arakawa. It's I like the location because it's one of the final stops before the trash actually goes to Tokyo Bay. And Tokyo Bay is literally just Pacific Ocean, if you think about it. Mm. So if those trash is not picked up, it's going to end up in the ocean. We should be adding more of that. And we could probably discuss something like that uh, in a future episode. Yeah, definitely. So cuties. What's in your bucket list? Share them with us on your socials or email us at bunnercubepodcast at gmail.com and we might feature on the next Cutie Minute. Time for our followers. Cutie Minute. Your thoughts in our voice. Cutie Minute. Not really one minute, but we're calling it Cutie Minute. Our first cutie is September. So she was probably born in September like me. So she commented on episode 76, Should Divorce Be Legalized in the Philippines? And she said, Of all the episodes you've done, episode 76 hits home for me. My parents' marriage was annulled when I was young. Since there was no divorce in the Philippines, my parents had to file for annulment that took 10 years to be approved. Back then, in my early grade school years in Catholic school, annulment was taboo and a big deal. I, as a kid, did not understand the reaction I got every time I was asked about why my parents never showed up together or why it was always my grandma in PTA meetings. I always had a straight answer that my parents are annulled and that I had scheduled visits between my parents. To me, it was different from the other kids, but it was my normal routine. One day, I was playing with a classmate who had an overzealous mom. She saw us and called her son to say, Huwag ka makipaglaro sa kanya kasi hiwalay ang parents niya. Having hiwalay parents never bothered me until that moment and up to this day, I still think about that often. Having said and experienced that, I believe that it is time to recognize the need to legalize divorce in the Philippines. An unhappy, abusive, and unhealthy marriage not only kills a family, but it also has long and lasting effects to its every member. It isn't divorce that destroys our values. It's the ignorance and callous judgments of self-righteous people that do. I believe in the sanctity of marriage, but I also believe that God gave us a choice to honor Him in our ways, actions, and truly living life with His love. It does not make us less of a person if we are products of broken marriages. So this really fits in with what we said, right? That Filipinos are very judgmental. Yes. Yeah, and it's really horrible. Like that woman, like she would say what? that for a kid to overhear. What is wrong with yeah. that woman? Oh my god! But unfortunately, there's a lot of those in the Philippines. That's a very traumatic, right? 
Yeah, for you. Like, you would think, like, huh, why am I dirty? Did I do something? She did not do anything, right? Why is she being punished for what her parents did? Terrible thing to say. Yeah. Cool. Thank you very much. September. Let's move on to October. No, just kidding. <laughs> the next cutie is Roma Miklat. And this is still in relation to the same episode. And she says, People and or families who have not experienced being in this situation will never understand the trauma and emotions. Living in a house na palaging magulo at nag-aaway or even growing up na absent ang parents. Just because one got to a great family situation, hindi dapat ma-invalidate yung situation ng iba na hindi blessed ng maayos na pamilya. We have individual traumas and issues na nakakaladlad natin sa relasyon at pamilya natin. And sometimes, leaving and separating is the best option rather than staying and damaging not just the relationship but also the people involved. Lalo na of my kids na involved. Mm-mm. Whenever yeah. there are kids involved, that's really, you know, that makes it even harder. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. For you to persist in, in living in a, an impossible situation uh, for yeah. a relationship to foster. So just let it go, let it go, let it go. <laughs> Divorce never bothered me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Um. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Elsa, is that you? You don't want to build a snowman anymore. <laughs> Yes. Okay, so <laughs> thank you very much for your comments. And if you like this episode, please give us a five-star rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts because it really does help, guys. Thank you very much to those who have already done so. We love you. So that is it for now. And see you next week. Bye. Yay. Bye. <laughs>